The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals, like springy dragonfly-adorned handbags and jewelry, to gifts under $100, to the best sellers on Mom's Most Wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself, too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com. Hello and welcome to episode 129, season 6, episode 5, of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P, and the other Mr. P. Welcome back to another episode, we hope you are well and surviving uh, November, we're halfway through, 15th of November is a significant date in my calendar, do you know why? I think I do know why, yeah. Go on. Oh, you want me to say? Yeah. Uh, was it the uh, first time you found out that you were expecting triplets? Oh, you saw my post on Facebook. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I um, also, though, remember uh, where I was, where I worked. Yeah. Uh, I was in Ofsted at the time. You were working for Ofsted. I was working for Ofsted. Data handling, so I was just literally... And since you've worked there, it's all gone downhill, hasn't it? <laughs> it's all gone downhill in the old Ofsted. Uh, yeah, 12 years ago today was when we went for our first scan, um, when we found out we were expecting... I don't know if I've ever told the story on the podcast, have I? You've mentioned the triplets a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, um, yeah. So yeah, so we went along with uh, Callum, who was six, seven at the time, because we wanted him to feel included in this next journey of our family. And we go to the scan, and Claire's lay on her back. Uh, the midwife uh, starts to scan her stomach, and all of a sudden, this concerned look comes over her face, and she moves the scan screen away from us so we couldn't see it. And she's like looking intently at the scan screen so straight away you start to panic thinking oh god what's wrong what's good and then uh she just turned around and said have you been having any fertility treatment to which we said no and then she just held three fingers up and then that was it so i burst into laughter callum was confused and claire just burst into tears because obviously she'd been through it with callum she knew the complete ins and outs to me it was all new i didn't know that we'd need three car seats we'd need three load of nappies we'd need a bigger car is that i never knew that i did so the the, the um nurse what is it midwife midwife put yeah. three fingers up yeah yeah she's stealing your foreplay moves <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, i thought when she said have you been having any fertility treatment you went they don't call me the loaded gun for nothing <laughs> well I, I didn't know about that until until obviously you were you were starting to get though i always remember we were in the car me you dad and you said about like you know oh it's not happening and then we were like oh don't worry about it and then i could i remember you being a little bit you know a little bit worried that you know you might not have the phelps swimmers and uh and then obviously that came i, I couldn't i couldn't believe it i was sat there scanning some documents <laughs> <laughs> scanning wrong some wrongly um <laughs> And then, yeah, got the call and said, you know, they're expecting children. I was just like laughing. I was like, yeah, as yeah. if. 
as if that tiny touch is loaded. <laughs> I always describe it as that little gun in Men in Black. You know, Will Smith yeah. goes into the room and he picks up all those massive guns and it turns out the most lethal one is the tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a nice little uh, reminisce looking at the, because the, the scan picture where you can see all three of them and uh, Charlie's a little prawn at the bottom. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's that sort of weird, weird lull at the minute, isn't it? In, well, in the middle of November, we've gone through bonfire, all that's done. It's sort of, is it, can we start discussing yeah. Christmas? Can we, I know there's plenty of um, schools will be starting the uh, nativity. Yeah. That's already in, in, the wheels are in motion. Yeah. Um, the donkeys are strolling. <laughs> yeah. You've Slowly cast it. You've handed out your scripts. It's close to start practicing. And I love it, me. I, I think it's the, the best best part yeah of the i mean, I mean I'm, I'm a massive obviously mum nicknamed me buddy the elf i'm a massive christmas fan love it still a big kid at mr heart. poppy more like um well yeah i've had that a couple of times someone <laughs> said it as well didn't he someone meant someone commented saying is it just me or does it mr p remind you of mr poppy and it's it's scary how much i have received yeah. that um but yeah so i i like it but then i because i really want it to be festive i feel like it's better when everyone's singing from the same Christmas hymn sheet. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I went to Blackpool at the weekend. It was hammered. Was oh, it? Oh, it was, it was sickly hammered. Like, really? It was, oh, it was horrible. The scenes, the scenes. And then, um, and then on the way back when we were driving through the illuminations, I put, I put Bublé on a bit of Christmas. Yeah. And I was, I was feeling it. I was feeling the vibes. And then, but then you get home and there's no decks up and it's all busy still and it's all a bit crazy. And like you said, it's that tough point where even in schools, like you're trying to get the, the you know the the main stuff done because you know how hectic you know in a December few weeks becomes. It's and be. you know that by December, that's all the kids are bothered about is is Christmas. Oh, you can't get quality work out. No, no point. Some is there? quality coloring. Oh yeah, yeah. Some great crafts, some oh, great arts and crafts. Yeah. They're in the calendar. Oh, the, the calendar. The little cat, yeah. It's all Nowhere else do you get those tiny little calendars. I know. But weirdly this year, not only have we got Christmas on the horizon, we're just a week away from the World Cup, ladies and gentlemen. Which I don't know about you, but just is such a weird feeling yeah. that we're, a week, we're, we're, we're less than a week away. It starts on Sunday, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it, it starts on Sunday. I think it was very strange. Obviously, Premier League games were being played on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And literally, England's first game was like a week tomorrow, like yeah. a week the next day. It is really, really surreal and strange. Now, obviously, there's a lot of controversy around the World Cup being held in Qatar. And, um, you know, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's ridiculous, but that's FIFA all over. Um, but let's separate that. Let's just leave that to one side. And, you know, the question is, is it coming home? Well, the term it's coming home angers every other nation. <laughs> so I'd like to say publicly on this podcast, I'd like to say this opportunity to say it's coming. No, because um, the final, like if England get to the final, <laughs> this is what's going to be interesting. If England get to the final of the World Cup, the World Cup final is on the 18th of December. Mm -hmm. So most schools are going to be having their Christmas due, I'd say that weekend. So possibly the 17th or 16th. When do you break up? We break up on the sixteenth. Not I think. sure to be honest. I don't know. So that. I yeah. So I yeah. We break up on the sixteenth, and so 
you're having your Christmas do. Now, imagine England get to the World Cup final. You're going on a night out where, yes, there's going to be all I want for Christmas is you. Yes, there's going to be Band-Aid. And yes, there's going to be Fairytale in New York. But mixed in oh, yeah. is going to be three lions. Big time. World in motion. Vindaloo. And Vindaloo. Vindaloo. <laughs> it's going to be a Christmas Christmas do. That's if we get there, yeah, that is. I mean, I, you know, we've touched upon this at the podcast before. I am a a die-hard England football fan. Not like the horrible kind, but like one that it's always meant a lot Very to me. Very patriotic. Yeah, to me and my dad. I, all, I don't miss a game with my dad. Um, obviously, we all get together, don't we, round the big tourneys. But me and my old man, you know, we will sit there in our England tops to watch San Marino away. We are like every friendly, every game we will watch to support. And yeah, like, you know, echoing what you said there, it's a, it's a joke that it's in Qatar. It's a joke that it's around this time. But at the end of the day, like you said, you've got to just separate that. It's happening. So yeah, there's yeah. not really much we can do. It's not the footballers' actual fault. The countries yeah, who are yeah. participating, they've played, we've worked hard to qualify. So at the end of the day, I'm strictly a football fan, um, even though obviously the, the um, you know, what happens in Qatar, the way it was done and, and yeah. their... their laws and things like that obviously don't agree with absolute joke shops um but yeah focusing on the actual world cup i am um, i was doing a bit of sport in the hall for uh, golden time and i just thought you know i was blasting some tunes friday afternoon and i just thought i'm just gonna slide one in there just to see what the reaction was yeah and i put vindaloo on and it just went huge, followed by Sweet Caroline, which course, went even yeah, bigger. Sweet, Car- Sweet Caroline. Um, now, obviously, England's first game mm. is next Monday during school hours. Yeah, one o'clock So kickoff. the big question is, on everyone's lips, uh, well, I just, I've just i seen a few mixed messages. Some schools are saying, yeah, we're going to put it on. Other schools are saying, no, we're not. So I think if you're a school that's not allowing your pupils to watch the game, what are you playing at? It it never happens. Just just do it. I mean, sacrifice one afternoon to let your school come together and watch England. But who are they playing? Iran. Beat Iran. Um, so if you are, what we thought we'd try and do is help you here, guys. So if you are... At a school where it's already been said because, ooh, you've got Ofsted on the horizon, whatever it might be. We can't give up an afternoon to let children have a bit of fun. What I thought I'd do is I'd pass it over to the the you know the diehard England fan to my left, who is going to have 30 seconds. We're going to have 30 seconds on the clock. Is 30 seconds enough time, Adam? I'd say so, yeah. Who is going to argue the case for why your school should allow your pupils to watch the England game on Monday, right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. 30 seconds starting from now. Listen, the game has to be on. It's a one o'clock kickoff on Monday against Iran. First World Cup game. The England boys are there representing. We've had a great couple of last tournaments. And your children will want to watch it. Their families will be watching it. Your children need to watch it. It is part of their growing up. It's memories. You are a teacher. You are a member of school staff to, yes, uh, educate these children, make them better people, but you're also there to make... Carry on, carry on, carry on. You're also there to help them make memories. And I'll tell you, going back to my school days, France 98, Euro 96, uh, Korea, Japan, 
2002. I remember being in the hall with all my friends watching the game. And now, if you've got children in your school, which you will have, that are not interested in the football, that's absolutely fine. Have some lovely activities for them to do, which will make them happy. But everybody else, people, these children I know for a fact who want to watch the game. And whether it's just a bit of a, you know, their parents are passionate about it and they're just trying to kind of tag along, it doesn't matter. It's a chance to bring the whole school together to have a fun afternoon. And I'll tell you what else as well, the last point I'll make. Go on. Is the last couple of years have been grim. The height of grimness. And if this is just a small 90 minutes where you can have a bit of a laugh, watch the game, support your team, cheer on the goals, Harry Kane, bang! Then just take it. Life's too short. If, it, if this time, the past few years has taught you anything, that life's short and people, we need to make memories. We need to do things that matter. Now, listen, fronted adverbials can wait. The three lions cannot. <laughs> Come on, England. <laughs> that was unplanned. Back me up. You put me on the spot there. <laughs> fronted adverbials can wait. The three lions can't. Um, I will just throw my 2p worth in. Uh, chances are, if you don't, if you say to parents you're not going to watch it, your attendance is going to bomb. Because yeah. you know there's going to be loads of kids who will be like, I'm watching it from home. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you can actually turn it and make it educational. There's no, you know, I've just put a World Cup topic page on my website that has loads of ideas for how kids can record commentary over the highlights, can do post-match interviews with the players, can do all these creative uh, computing ideas to take that game and and make it into something. There's the sports manager pack, the read write performance sports manager pack, where the children write and then perform their own halftime team talk, just like Adam's just done there. So you know, there's no excuse for why you can't make it educational. Like Adam said, it's been a rough couple of years. Why not use it as an excuse to bring everyone together? So hopefully, you can play that little snippet there. <laughs> just, 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 you know, send it over to your SLT if they've been a bit. Uh, oh no, we can't watch it. And then that will hopefully convince you to, uh, well, hopefully convince them to let you watch it. And if not. Um, you're probably on capabilities. <laughs> you might be called in for a word. Disciplinary. <laughs> I just, I put myself as a child in school and obviously I loved going to school. I enjoyed being there. If I know that England are playing at one o'clock and then I'm sat there, you know, having to do geography or something like that, I'd be fuming. I'd be absolutely gutted and I'd be gutted yeah. and I'd be annoyed the fact that we w- weren't able to watch it. So I always remember, was it... Was it France 98? Might have been. There was a game that was on during the day and I was in secondary school, right? Mm. And I had maths, but at the time... It was England-Tunisia. England-Tunisia it was, right? Paul Scholes. Yeah. And so... double. Yeah. So (laughs) I... So do you remember, obviously, back in the day, you could get the the Argos catalogue and within electronics, you didn't have, um, you know, iPhones back then. But you could get portable TVs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we had a portable TV. Yeah. And it was absolutely garbage. You could never get a signal. It was bait, like a little radio antenna. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you could sort of search through and just about get a signal. I remember I took that in and then I was like, Sir, can I go to the toilet? Making it out like I had the, the Brads. 
And they, it was like, yeah, it was Wingate. So it's like it, yeah. Wingate had drawn the perfect, the perfect circle, circle yeah. which reminded me that the game was on because they, it drew the perfect football. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to go, and then I, I took the the portable telly and then just watched a bit of it in the uh, in the yeah in the it, toilet. But it's, going back to like 2016. Now, obviously, Euro 2016 was not a great tournament for England. Crashed out to Iceland, if you remember. I was actually yeah. in hospital at the time. But before that, we had a group game against Wales, which kicked off at two o'clock. And I begged and pleaded with my my former school's SLT, like, come on, you know, we, the kids have got to watch it. And we went 1-0 down to a Gareth Bale free kick. And then we equalised, I think Vardy equalised in like the 85th minute. Yeah. And everyone, the whole hall was up. Yeah. And yeah. then suddenly the ball ricocheted through, Daniel Sturridge knocks it away. The scenes. So, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. The scenes. I'll tell you a story about that, right? So I, um, that was the year, 2016, when we wrote the Sports Manager Read, Write, Perform pack. And I'd done it with my class of year fives. And they'd made this green screen video. Uh, and we put it on our school Facebook page. And before the tournament, the uh, England football team commented on it. So the official England football team had commented on it on um, on Facebook, uh, which meant that like Northwest Tonight came in and interviewed the kids and all that. Then in that game, we watched it in the hall mm. and we got that last last gasp minute winner. Yeah. It was last minute. And it, the same thing, the whole sort of room erupted and one of the lads, as we were dismissing all the children at the end of the day, sort of walked past me, chest back, or sort of shoulders back, chest out, and he just looked at me and went, that was our video, that. Like, that was what made yeah, him in the it's, game. It's but here's the thing, bumped into him recently. Uh, he's like 16, 17 now. Uh, and, and he said, he went, are you going to send our video to England again? And I was like, well, yeah, I might do. So to talk about creating memories. We're talking six, seven years in, and it's still, it's still there. But it's just reminding me as well. Talking about skiving lessons to watch 1998, 2002. So I'm in sixth form at this point. Yeah. The Brazil England game was like an eight o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it was early. We I watched it at home with Dad. He dropped us off. Oh late. well, I went to the pub in Altrincham near near school, and the yeah. idea was we were going to watch it. And so I'm in in a pub in my school uniform <laughs> watching it. And then once the game Three finished... Carvery dinners. Yeah. <laughs> Three pints. <laughs> give, him, give him a fake ID in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bloody... Ma- you you doing- have to serve us a cider <laughs> if we order a meal. And, um, and yeah, so we lost that game. And then we just turned around. There was a group of us and we're like, oh, should we even bother going into school? Yeah. And that was the only day... I skived and we went to Riley's and played pool all day. Obviously, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen if you don't let your pupils watch. Yeah, just just embrace it. Like we said, it's it's you know times are tough, and at the end of the day, you throw BBC iPlayer or ITV Player, whichever one it's on. I don't actually know that. Yeah, Um, you know, just just have a bit of fun with it. Like Lee said, make it educational, but just enjoy it. Give the kids something. If if England score. And you're in your class with your class or with the kids and you're celebrating all together. When it comes to the end of the year and you say, what have your favourite bits of this year been? I guarantee it'll be like, oh, you know, when Harry Kane scored his hat-trick goal. And yeah, Yeah. definitely. Now, but what if we lose? Well, I was going to say this. (laughs) We're giving this big in. I'd be sat there learning my fronted adverbials if it's a (laughs) round 2-0. Yeah. (laughs) Um... 
Talking of that, we obviously the the lionesses, not the lionesses, the red roses, the England's mm. uh, women's rugby. They uh, got to the final, didn't they? And that was like a half six kickoff. So they did a big sort of do at the rugby club, and the kids were desperate to go. So I had to get up at like six o'clock in the morning to go. And don't get me wrong, absolutely phenomenal game. But I don't know if anyone spotted one of my sons in the because they brought BBC breakfast. So BBC Breakfast, the live broadcasting from the rugby club as the women's manager at the, te- at the, the team manager is getting interviewed. And all you can see in the background is my Harry messing around, mm. just being a complete and utter prat. Um, and I, you can just see me sort of like <laughs> smiling, but at the same time under my breath going, Harry, stop it. Stop it now, Harry. Yeah, you don't um, want that to be your kid. <laughs> yeah. And it just was so yours. I was so tempted to just come behind him, put my hand over his mouth and just smother him away. <laughs> I bet uh, you were like, one out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> so talking of the English, here's a, here's a, a post I saw, which um, if you are eating or about to eat, you might want to... Uh, uh, turn away. What's the weirdest thing you've seen on a full English? Oh, a full English. Like the weirdest thing. Because uh, we've surely talked about what's your favourite thing on a full English. Have we talked about that? I don't know. What's your favourite thing on a fry up? Mine? Yeah. Uh, bacon. Might be hash brown for me. Yeah, I like hash brown. Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. yeah. Bacon I over think, sausage. I think, yeah, I think sausages. I think bacon, you can't really go wrong with bacon, even if it's like slightly overdone. But like sausages, if they're overdone, they're not great. If I think sausage, I think there's there's worse sausages in the world than worse bacon. Right. So <laughs> I tell I tell you, your head's deep, man. Yeah, I tell you what, I can't not have on a full English as well. Mushrooms. No beans, baked mm. beans. See, my wife's not a beansman. No. Um, I worked for an American company, and my boss once ordered a full English and a bowl of porridge. And then poured the porridge over the fry up. Oh no! <laughs> no, no, no! Christmas morning at a hotel in Tenerife, they served up Brussels sprouts on the buffet next to the tomatoes and baked beans. Don't mind that. What sprouts on the Listen, fry up? It's around Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Listen. Oh my word! They were clearly just sprouting ideas, and then they thought, <laughs> <laughs> they thought, right, Brussels will do. Um, not weird in South Africa, but we put fried bananas with our fry up. Uh, Maybe banana. as a side side dish. Yeah, but what? Is it, are you talking like deep fried, like, like you know, like well, fried banana, like dried bananas, I'd say. No, no, Dr- no. dried fruit like that. They make your tongue dead dry. Um. Lettuce on a fry-up once. No, that's a negative. <laughs> that's a negative. Uh, not a fry-up, but I once had pizza with black pudding on instead of pepperoni. Don't mind that. No, no. Don't mind that. No chance. Yeah, Absolutely. I like it. Give no me a chance. pizza with black pudding, pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Porridge. So beans in a separate bowl. WTF is that about? It all goes in the same hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I agree with that. I think beans can be overpowering on a full English, and I think if you get the really kind of juicy, watery beans, I think when the beans come in a little separate little like egg cup, yeah, I'm 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 all in favour of that. What would be the worst thing to go on a fry up for you then? Salad. Someone's put salad there. Yeah, yeah. salad. Uh, I would say, um, I don't know, like vegan bacon. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 
To be fair, I've had vegan bacon. It tastes like frazzles. Yeah, it does. Actually. Yeah, it does. Uh, I'd say the worst thing that for me that could go on a fry up would be any sort of seafood. Like you wouldn't, you'd but never. I don't have... know why you would do that. That's just a strange well, just, uh, thing to do. Yeah, but someone. Well, put, like anything. Someone put porridge over the. <laughs> yeah, that porridge. that's really weird. <laughs> that's that's really weird. weird. Um, yeah, that would be the worst thing. I'm like, trying to think. What do I really not like? Like salmon on a fry up. You won't have salmon. Ooh, on a fry yeah, up. no, saying that though, like the 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 salmon that you you know you normally get, like the. Oh, like what's it called? Like when it said thin pieces of salmon. Um, like not like a big fillet, but it's like a thin yeah, salmon slices. I don't think they're called salmon slices. But anyway, I had those in a holiday all the time. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. What do I really not like? See, this is the problem. This is why I'm the size I am. Can't even think. All of... goes in the same hole. Yeah, I can't even think of a of anything that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't really <laughs> like porridge. To be fair. No. Um, what don't I like? <laughs> like surely you, um, you must know something that I don't like. Casserole. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Pa- like if maybe you come spaghetti. home from a long day at work, oh, long day of school. Right, so that's the question, right? You come home from a long. You've had the worst day. It's been wet play all day. Yeah. You went to school. It's dark. It. You I've went to it. school. It's dark. You've come home. It's dark. Yeah. You've had issues, behavior issues. You are drained. You are tired beyond belief. Mm. Right. You get into the house and you say, you know, what's for tea? Yeah. Darling. Yeah. What's the worst possible? answer to that question stew <laughs> i'm not a stewsman the only thing that saves a, spe- a, stew, <laughs> a stew a stew is dumplings but yeah i'm not honestly i am not because it's the it's the veg in there and then the meat is all over the place in it no what so yeah like i still eat it but it's just not a bit of me no it's just it just doesn't fill me either and i no what no. what would be the best thing? What walking into? Yeah. Uh, if I walk, it can't be a takeaway. It's got to be a okay. home cooked meal. Okay. If I walked in and uh, and I, do you remember Dad? Obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> that big guy. He's still here. <laughs> yeah. Um, we used to come home like I remember coming home from one of my early days at my first school, and I, I had had a bit of a you know a bit of a shocking day, and it was the first time I was a bit like, oh my god, that was well hard. And I walked in and I said to dad, like, what's for tea? I was like 24 at the time. <laughs> and I was like, what's for tea? And he was just like, uh, I'll do you a club sandwich oh. if you want. And I was like, oh, my eye that was his a club sandwich. His, yeah. Chicken, bacon, lettuce, yeah. tomato. Three pieces mayo, of bread. Three pieces of bread. Layered bread, yeah, that was class. That Fantastic. Was class. Right, now, um, I met up with a couple of lads that I used to teach with over the weekend. I've not seen them for ages, and one of them had been quite poorly. And so was not... he all right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, he's made a full recovery. But, um, yeah, so we've not seen each other for ages, and before things get hectic around Christmas, we went out and had a couple of beers. Although, we went into Ermston, went in the steam house. Oh, yeah. It was Madrid. like straight for Madrid. Madrid, yeah. And then as soon as I stepped foot in the steam house, half my year four class were there. All there with Why? the dads. Oh, no. Because uh, they'd, they'd gone to see Trafford play footy or something. So they're all like, Mr. P! Oh, oh man. <laughs> Just the best possible <laughs> thing you want to see on that. Three coffee dinners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three pints. Um, but we were, as, as we were having it, we were like reminiscing on some of the funny stories. And this got... Um, 
reminded of this one. So uh, Kev was telling, reminding me that we had a visitor in for an author visit. Now, I love author visits. They're brilliant. And if you get a really good author, it can be really inspiring. The children absolutely love it. It's great. And then you always have a Q&A at the end. Yeah. Any any visitor that you get, you always have a Q&A at yeah. the end, don't you? And normally, you know, usually the children will ask relevant questions. Who inspired you? Um, what was your favorite book? And then, Kevin, do you remember when? Name the kid. And just reminding me of this kid made me laugh. And he goes, do you remember what he said to that author that time? I was like, oh, what, what was it? He went, so they're going around asking questions. And then he put his hand up and he went, yeah, go on. And he just went, how much money do you take when you go on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> we Love just, that. We were just laughing. So I like challenge people to tell me what's the, what's the funniest and most random question <laughs> uh, a child has asked when you've had a visitor. So not necessarily to you as a teacher, but when you've got a visitor, you're trying to make a good impression. So here are a few. Whilst in reception class, we had a visit from an RAC man who was also a parent. He asked the class what would their parents do if they broke down in a car. One child said, uh, phone the AA. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. <laughs> During a careers week, when different professions came in to speak to the kids, we had a paramedic bring an ambulance to the school. He let them walk through and showed them the lights and the sirens. At the end, when he asked, "Do, any, do you have any questions?" One of my year threes shot his hand up straight and said, um, "Do you like tigers?" <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair question. Brilliant. <laughs> mid maths. Oh, this is just to a teacher. Child raises mid maths lesson year one. Child raises his hand and says, "Who would win in a fight between a giant scorpion and a shark?" <laughs> the visitor was someone from a local authority as part of my NQT assessment. <laughs> what was the answer? What was the answer? Not a question, but we had a kid who thought Ofsted were royalty, so he went up to the inspector, curtsied, and said, "Your Majesty." <laughs> <laughs> that's like mind games isn't it that's like absolute reverse psychology <laughs> love it army veteran came in to talk about his experiences in wartime bombing and bring captured and being captured captured by the enemy one kid asked did you survive <laughs> <laughs> had a vet in to visit year one children child asked can you hop <laughs> Love it. These are brilliant. <laughs> Meeting their new head teacher. <laughs> One of my children asked, What's your favourite pillow? We had a fire officer in giving a safety talk for bonfire night to my P2 class. At the end of his talk, he asked if anyone had any questions, to which one of my brighter children asked, Are You a Catholic? <laughs> Obviously, been paying attention uh, to the origins of the great, uh, not great fire of London, the bloody bonfire night. We went on a school trip to a gymnastics centre, and a staff member gave a sta- safety briefing to the children. Once he finished, he asked if anyone had any questions. And one child raised the question, raised her hand, and said, "What's a hundred times 90? <laughs> Oh, great. One of my year ones asked the visiting local MP if he was Father Christmas. <laughs> We had a refuse collector to talk to year two. Refuse collector. Refuse. refuse. Uh, so bin. Yeah. Bin man. I think yeah? so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a bin man come in and talk to year two. Excellent talk. Oh, I thought it had been trash. 
that was a rubbish joke. <laughs> I am having that one. Right, we had a refuse collector in to talk to year two. Excellent talk. First question, are you happily married? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> um, so, ask the Olympic gymnast, have you ever seen a gorilla with one eye? <laughs> <laughs> yes this is why working with kids is great just the randomness is what's good we had our local MP visit a man called Alberto Costa first question do you like a cappuccino <laughs> trolls <laughs> trolls <laughs> we had a local fire brigade in delivering a session to year four on fire safety at the end the children were given the opportunity to ask questions so one of my lovelies asked why do you not have any hair? <laughs> <laughs> the way that they would have asked it as well. Just like hand up like, you know, like, mm, mm, you know like when kids get out of the seat, putting the hand up. Uh, and then you're just like, yeah, yes, go on. And it's like, why Why do you not have any hair? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Children asking our new head teacher about her favourite food, whether she has pets. My year five child, what's your favourite type of coat? <laughs> fact what is your favorite type of coat mine yeah well i've actually got a new coat like yeah yeah like it's an la lakers like longer thicker jacket it's right. really nice but i just like a rainproof thin one yeah i'm a, a jürgen thinsman when yeah. it comes to coats i get too hot i've got too much skin <laughs> i i do yeah it takes a lot for me to feel cold would you like to see my abs asked to a lead inspector <laughs> What'd you do if he pulled out the lead singer of five? <laughs> Get on up when you're down. Uh, that's, that's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What would you do? I'd be like, where's that been the whole time? <laughs> now everybody's moving. Everybody's grooving. Um, one child asked the visitor, where do you keep your tea bags?" <laughs> and the last one for now is one child asked a visiting MP are you in the closet he meant cabinet <laughs> <laughs> oh they are great right I've got a couple of tales to show you these are just like we've always said get on the website upload your stories if not you can message the two Mr. P's group on Facebook the page sorry uh, or you can put it in the group or follow the Two Mr. P's in the Podcast Facebook page. You can message through that. Or obviously, you can get us on both on TikTok and Instagram uh, at Two Mr. P's Podcast. And I've got a few here. This one is fantastic, right? right. This one is crazy. And you can, uh, you can imagine what this uh, would have been like, right? So I was being observed in a maths lesson. A fly was causing mayhem, as you well know. Nightmare. I know, but you can deal with a fly, though, can't yeah. you? Because well, no, no one's getting hurt by a fly. No. no. I calmly opened the window, escorted the fly straight out. <laughs> I was very chuffed with my handling of the situation and the cooperation of the fly. <laughs> Three team points, fly. Star of the week. Get ready. <laughs> And this week's star of the week, fly. <laughs> come on, come and accept it. Um, <laughs> get ready though. 
Fast forward five minutes, a pigeon flew right into my classroom <laughs> through the window I'd left open to get rid of the pesky fly, <laughs> sending the kids into a frenzy, resulting in a postponement of my observation and an evacuation of the classroom. <laughs> So the fly got the certificate, star of the week, and the pigeon <laughs> let phone call home. Detention. <laughs> phone call home. Um, okay, here we go. Our split year one, two class went on a school trip to our city centre last year. Our topic was seaside and the city, and we let the kids do their own risk assessment. One question. <laughs> <laughs> you lazy. <laughs> what is that about? Hey. One one question was... There's no, as adults, I can't navigate, evolve, whatever it's go. called. Here we go. One que- <laughs> this is great. This is great. One question was, if you get lost in the high street, what do you do? Hand went up and someone said, go into a shop, teacher said. Perfect. <laughs> Who do we know is safe to talk to in a shop? A kid said, someone behind the tills? Again, the teacher said, Perfect. <laughs> what if it's self-service? What? <laughs> Just saying. I don't recognise this child. Yeah. Unexpected item in the bagging area. <laughs> Again, the teacher said perfect. What should we say to the person behind the till? A boy's hand was instantly in the air saying, I know, I know. So the teacher said, go on. Uh, can I get ice cream, please? <laughs> <laughs> On the risk assessment. Um, This one's a little bit, a little bit cheeky. My husband worked in a school in London. The drama teacher there was about sixty-eight years of age and ready to retire. He walked into the drama studio one day to find there was a teenage boy and girl semi-clothed having sex. He didn't interrupt them but went straight to the head teacher to say he was retiring with immediate <laughs> effect. <laughs> How old was he? Um, 68. Oh, one year older and he could have joined in. He's <laughs> 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 oh, on fire. <laughs> That's good. Um, Fair play to um, Drama, drama te- uh, yeah. I mean, maybe they were just in role. <laughs> maybe yeah, they were yeah. just... <laughs> It's like that Friends episode, though, isn't it? I mean, did it look real? If it, there's no chemistry on stage, the do it. Mm. Remember that one with Chandler and his. You don't remember the episode where Chandler was going out with that actress who was with Joey for a while, and then they were together, and then she has to have perform just have sex in the show. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like if it loses the state, yeah, if yeah, it's not yeah, hot yeah. on stage, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah. yeah right. fair play. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I bet he was. I bet he was just a bit of jealousy there as well, wasn't it? Sixty-eight. He ain't. He ain't. He's just looking for any excuse to retire there, isn't he? Just like, oh God's sake. I mean, I'm not being funny. There's no way I can carry on teaching until I'm sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. God, they'd run rings around you. Oh, they? they would. Do. You'd just be. You'd be nowhere. Whereas that drama really teacher, bad. they'll lick rings around you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, here we go. My last one. And this is... This is fantastic. We had a bit of time before lunch, so I read a story to the class. We chose the Great Dog's Bottom Swap, where the dogs hang up their bums and then accidentally take the wrong ones home at the end. A classic, I promise. (laughs) I'll be checking that out. 
Anyway, <laughs> was that not the uh, <laughs> was that not what the the students in the drama class were performing? The stage production of swapping bottoms. <laughs> anyway, home time came, and as one little boy is walking to his mum, he turns around to me and shouts in front of every other parent, "Don't worry, miss, I've got the right bumhole." <laughs> His mum looked confused. <laughs> Even when I stammered out an explanation, I wanted the ground to swallow me up. That is. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, beautiful. Oh. But before we move on, sorry, I did forget. Got some questions. Right. Got some questions. So, um, first one. Are we ready? Yeah. What is your favourite smell? Oh, uh, have you ever, ever smelt the aftershave, Creed? Yes, that's a, that's a nice smell. Mm. Uh, I love the smell. The my favourite smell was always the, the like the triplets when they were babies. I was gonna say babies, babies yeah, yeah, babies, yeah, yeah. Um, even though just saying that is sounds, sounds a bit weird, weird doesn't no, it? Yeah. Um, and what I was I like I like Kellogg's. Kellogg's what? We have the factory near us. Oh, yeah, so like driving past. The morning. Do you know what? Actually, the smell of like freshly baked bread is well nice. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, if you go to a supermarket and they've just brought some bread out, that's a nice smell. Right, go on then. Um, What's the biggest lie you have ever told? Um, That's good. Um, probably on the spot here. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Adam, that's really funny. <laughs> you are enough, Adam. <laughs> um, oh, it's probably the biggest lie. It's probably Christmas, isn't it? Oh. We need, no we... spoilers. <laughs> so if you're listening with your children. I'm not saying what lie I tell at Christmas, but um, it's probably that, isn't it? Biggest lie I've ever told. Uh, well, you you're owning a yacht? Yeah, owning a yacht <laughs> was a bad one. That was a that was a real bad one for me. A low point. Um I don't um, know. I I mean I, I I used to lie a lot. I used yeah. to lie a lot. I think I remember me and my friend went out, good old Charlie, and and we we basically uh, oh no! The funniest one was when I, I pretended to be that guy's agent. Oh, yeah. I, pre- I turned this brummy into a American music star, and to chat these girls years ago, I pretended to be his agent, and I named him Chad <laughs> Dawson. And I was going like, "Hey, girls, you heard of Chad Dawson? Like, just brought him over from the states. Like, he's going to be the next Beaver." And then they were eating, <laughs> they were eating it up. And then I I made sure I said to Chad. Whatever you do, don't speak. speak. Just don't speak because he was a he was a good looking boy. And then they were going, "Can we meet him?" And I was a bit like, eh, "Let me get back to you." So I went, "Yeah, yeah, no worries." And I thought I was literally looking at at Cy, his name was, but I was looking at Chad and I was going like, "Don't, don't you dare speak." And literally, it, we, 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 the drinks were flowing. It was all good. He came over and then they were like, "So, like, who's your inspiration?" He was just like. I really like Elton John. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. They were just like, he's American. Um, yeah. And then uh, the last one, I would say. Um, 
What's the funniest thing you've ever seen in another person's house? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. I can't, nothing's coming to mind. Why, what would yours be? Well, I've been to Cotney John's a few times. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Cotney, I don't want to like do Cotney John over here, right? But, but I'm going to. He's got some weird Here's the biggest lie I'm going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some weird stuff, man. Um, I don't think it's the way, but I remember he he keeps McFlurries in his freezer. <laughs> <laughs> what like forgets to eat him but do you know like McFlurries when you leave them for a while they get foamy furry yeah furry furry <laughs> McFlurries and then there was that and then there was also I remember he'd not been to bless him his mum was poorly a couple of years ago and he'd not been to his house in ages once his mum got better he invited me round to just have a drink and a catch up or whatever and I went round and all my drinks were in my bag, but they weren't cold. So I said to him, like, oh, am I okay putting my drinks in the freezer? He was like, yeah, bruv, no worries. I went over to the freezer and I put my <laughs> my fingers through that, like, freezer door and pulled them out. And honestly, it looked like octopus ink. I was like, oh, oh, you know, is it, is it Ross in Friends where he's in that woman's house? And he just, like, puts his hand when he's wearing the leather pants. I was just like, is it the way he's saying the yeah, yeah. Pants? No, no, it's not leather no, pants. No, it's yeah, that, yeah. that really nice looking girl who's yeah. a mess. Oh, it was, and I just said to Courtney John, I was like, mate, I cannot go near that freezer door. And he was just like, bro, it's natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural, bro. I was like, natural mold minking. Um, yeah. I don't think I've seen anything weird. I mean, you not remember when you not remember when Ryan's mates went to one of Ryan's mates' house and found one of his mum's toys, and then they, I think the the mum found it in the dog bowl the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, I have got some um, some injuries. Do you want some injuries? Oh yeah, we'll have some. Injuries. I've got some injuries, and I've got some O's as well. Or oh, should we do at the O's? Have I done that? I don't know if I've shared some. If I've shared some of these, just tell me. We once had NQT was panicking the, because the planning said to use landscape paper, and she could only find portrait. That does ring a does bell. it ring a bell? It does ring a bell? Yeah. Um, Still though. <laughs> mine would have to be, and I laugh about it to this day, trying to hand out some lost property jumpers in front of a whole assembly, and the teacher said, "Oh, there's a name on it: fruit, fruit of the loom." <laughs> oh no, George. George, where are you? There's five for you here, George. <laughs> well, someone later said, I worked in a school once where the head teacher held up a jumper in assembly and asked for, Dorothy Perkins, come to collect. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Our head, when berating a child in front of the whole school, once had this exchange. What are you doing, child? I thought, head, you don't come here to think. <laughs> Um, when sorting and classifying animals my TA pipes up um, do camels have toes (laughs) why (laughs) Um, how often are we presenting the lunch of the month award is it every week (laughs) mine was when the head teacher referred to the villain in James Bond as blowjob (laughs) <laughs> this one this one <laughs> right um 
Working in Thailand, students have uh, what would be considered unusual names, for instance, guitar, snack, etc. Anyhow, one day the drama teacher came into the computer room to say hi and sat in a student's seat. The kid came back with a new student. Hey, miss, this is her seat. Drama teacher. Hello, her seat. I'm your drama teacher. No, miss. This is her seat. <laughs> Hello, her seat. <laughs> try, try to try to make I am your I am your drama teacher. Now that would make me retire. <laughs> well, how are you? How long is her seat going to be new for? <laughs> <laughs> A mum wanted her son to catch up on the spellings as he'd been off sick all week. The TX explained that in reception, they were learning words that end in ACK, A-C-K, and then promptly wrote, promptly wrote down, back, sack and crack in her son's foot, <laughs> repeating the words out loud as she went. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> when, um... Back, sack and crack. Brilliant. Just finish with this one before we go on some injuries. My former TA once asked, um, where in Scotland is Wales? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man, I love stuff like that. That is brilliant. Okay, right, so... Some of these, some of these are are unreal. So these are injuries now, okay? At snap time, slipped on a banana skin... And brought one of my pupils down with me. Luckily, the child was fine. That's, <laughs> imagine that, like slipping on a banana. I mean, come on, originality. <laughs> the only well, the only way that could get better is if you heard behind you, like, "Ooh, Mario!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is brilliant. In Friday's Good Work Assembly, where parents are allowed to attend, I once leant forward to tap a child who was talking as they were ignoring my whispers to be quiet. As I did, my chair, <laughs> my chair fully tipped over and, la- <laughs> and launched me into a painful and ra- rather unsightly position, sprawled on the floor. <laughs> Downward dog. <laughs> yeah. All eyes were now on me, as many of the people thought it was hilarious. The, inc- the incident has even been used as a year six leavers memory once again during the parents' assembly. Oh, it makes me laugh that something so innocent, like a child's talking to something, you just want to go in and just tap him on the shoulder and suddenly... <laughs> no, it's the way you're going. Shh. Shh. Will you... Ju- Run! <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, snap my Achilles tendon when... T- <laughs> snap. That is such a brutal injury. No, but listen why. <laughs> listen why. <laughs> Snap my Achilles tendon in class when demonstrating how to be an unsuccessful bird watcher. <laughs> going, in, going into my what led? How did you do that injury? What legendary tale are you got to tell? So, um... <laughs> I don't know how that's... Why are you even talking about that? Why are you acting it out? And how? How on this God Green Earth uh, have you, you ruptured your Achilles tendon? I took my class into assembly 
One girl sat sat down at my heels. I didn't realise she was there until I started to step back. As I was falling, I remember thinking, I can't land on her. I'll kill her. I managed to manoeuvre myself over her, landed on the hall floor and fractured my coccyx. Fortunately, she lived to tell the tale. <laughs> Is that the same woman as last week? Coccyx. Too much of the stuff. <laughs> um, sat on a child's desk. Pencil had just been sharpened. No. Lead tattoo on my bum. Oh, no. That's yeah. tough. That's real tough. <laughs> right. And this proves why those blue gym mats in school are not to be messed with. <laughs> Freak accident. <laughs> Teaching gymnastics barefoot. Caught my little toe in the gym mat. Broke it. It was strapped up at urgent care before the fracture team called me back a week later and said, it's dislocated. You're going to have to have it fused. Got the call for the second operation on the 22nd of December, discharged on Christmas Eve. Spent the next six weeks off school with a metal pin sticking out of it. <laughs> Just sat at home crying. This little piggy wanted to do gymnastics. <laughs> this little piggy wanted to do a tuck. This little piggy's in a and again. about <laughs> this one? <laughs> Wait, those blue gym mats, they're made of concrete. <laughs> I swear. Not just breaking your toe. Get having to dislocate it. The way you said it, it together. They rang me a week later and he said, It's dislocated. <laughs> <laughs> this one. I was plugging in a disco ball as a treat for my year six class. Only electrocuted myself and was ambulanced to hospital. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> the 20th of September. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just imagine that scene in Home Alone 2 where he's getting electrocuted believe it or not I've actually I've, you know not had much uh, experience with electrocutions but the, the <laughs> neither have I mate I, I we, do you remember those disco lights mum and dad used to have like and they were like they were two big bulbs and, and yeah. flash I remember that I wanted that for my 16th birthday party when I was having a house party and they'd stopped working. So I, I had it plugged in and it stopped working. I took a screwdriver and unscrewed the back of it, didn't unplug it, and just shoved my hands straight in just to fiddle with the wires. And I literally went, vroom, vroom, and I was like shaking. And I remember dad coming in and I was just going like, and he was just like, is it still plugged in, you pillock? And I was just like, yeah, I think so, man. I love it, the fact that I was plugging in, plugging in a disco ball as a treat for my year six class. Only electrocuted myself and I was ambulanced to hospital. <laughs> the way it finishes, true dedication as a teacher. Poor year six missed their disco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. I kicked up my doorstop on my way out of the classroom and unknowingly pinned my maxi dress between the doorstop and the door. Started walking, door slash dress pulled me down, broke my wrist, and since I was very visibly pregnant and landed on my belly, every high school kid in the hall lunchtime freaked out. I earned myself a trip to the OB floor of the hospital to be monitored. Finished with baby was fine. Well, glad baby was fine. I want to know what the OB floor is. Is that where you go with a, with an arm injury and they put you in a leg cast? <laughs> Or you go to the hospital and come out in Tesco's. It's like that bit in Mike Bassett. What, what have you done? I think I've hurt my wrist. Okay, take your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> I got concussion after colliding with a child in my class while I was trying to get a rounder. Oh, the concussion. God almighty. 
Uh, I sometimes, I, I, I get that because do you not find if you do rounders, so many of the kids just stand in between the bases. Yeah. yeah, but do you play? It's half rounder for interference. Oh no, but yeah, I might, so I might have to if, now. If you, if you are, if you are stood in between bases as you're running, yeah, and you're blocking someone's running, they have to change their route. It's half a rounder. Right. Yeah. There you go. I once bust my nose and knocked myself out. <laughs> open the classroom. <laughs> Not opening the door. <laughs> I once bust my nose and knocked myself out, opening the classroom door into my own face. <laughs> I just do that thing. Waking up in the morning. Oh, come on. Get, get yourself in the zone. Getting showered, ready, driving to work. Morning. You okay? Whooping. Oh, God. Not only that, right? I also had to go to hospital. I was fine. For a checkup after falling over on the field while flying kites and landing on my heavily pregnant belly. I also got stuck under the laptop trolley, bruised and scraped my ankle and had to be rescued by some passing students. Stuck under the laptop? <laughs> Were they doing like an Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> they tried to sneak someone in. <laughs> there oh. are many, many more. Yeah, that's how clumsy I am. Sounds it. <laughs> well, water day at school. There were all sorts of paraphernalia strewn around this field. At the end of the day, and in my infinite wisdom, I decided I would sit on one of the large water balls. I was trying to deflate it by squeezing the tube with one hand and pushing down hard to quicken the deflating process. I was then shot off the ball with an almighty thud. One broken wrist later, and at the start of the summer holidays, spent most of it in the fracture outpatients. Never again. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I was doing PE with my year six class when a child booted the football at my head, knocking me out. Forget this. They'd done a first aid course the day before. They put me in the recovery position and were discussing if I needed chest compressions when I came round. <laughs> that's that's great, that. Yeah, that shows that they're taking on board. The, the, yeah. I'd trust them to do a risk assessment for a trip. <laughs> um, when I first applied for teacher training, I was told I didn't have enough experience. That afternoon, the class that I was in LSA for had PE. I hadn't been part of PE before, so I took my chance to do so. Five minutes in, slipped over and broke my arm. <laughs> Almost passing out from the pain. My mum had my wife's mum had to my wife's mum had to come and get me. Like a child being picked up from the medical room. <laughs> oh, imagine my wife's mum having to come and get me coming out playing the bagpipes to the school field. I'd be like, oh god. I don't know what's worse. My bones sticking out on these bloody bagpipes. <laughs> We had an after-school French skipping club. I was showing off doing... <laughs> Called Lushkipane. I was showing off doing England, Ireland and so on. Landed badly on my knee. Gave way in front of the staff, parents and kids. Had to be helped to A&E. Soft tissue damage in my knee and thigh and crutches. My knee's never been the same and keeps popping out, causing immense pain. That was the end of my French skipping days. Damn. <laughs> Sacré bleu. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> I wish I knew better French. <laughs> and shout out to Izzy Eve. Izzy, Izzy Eve had the worst. Staple gun through the thumb half an hour before Ofsted arrived. Trooper that she is, she got to the hospital and back and was observed while high as a kite on painkillers. <laughs> I bet they were just like, thanks for having us. And then she just looked well high and then just put a thumb up with it covered in blood thanks for, thanks for coming my friend got knocked out by a pupil's backswing in a hockey lesson and the pupil shouted oh my god we've killed me oh my god you killed Kenny 
<laughs> you legend! This one's great. Knocked out by the Class of the Week trophy. <laughs> I'd popped it up out of harm's way on the top of the support post for the whiteboard. Had to move board lower for a smaller child, dislodged the trophy. Next thing I know, I was lying on the floor hearing things like, uh, is she dead? <laughs> Mrs. Jennings dead? And two children on their way to the office for backup. Of course, a good half of the class made the most of the chance just to have a chat. <laughs> just waking up and you're like, shh. Uh... I had to jump up and carry on regardless, despite the stars circling my head in a cartoon style. <laughs> She's talking about the kids who got the, the trophy, or actually, like, cartoon stars. What about this one? A child got their poo and my suede Ugg boots. Oh, not necessarily an injury, but <laughs> just somewhat heartbroken. Don't you? Poo on my suede Ugg boots. <laughs> oh, you can do anything, but don't poo on my suede Ugg boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I once absentmindedly stuck my laptop charger cable in my mouth and got a hearty shock of my tongue in a staff meeting. (laughs) Anything to get out of there. Anything to get out of there. If that's not the biggest, sort of. (laughs) Listen, I'm not saying this staff meeting's useful, but I'm about to kill myself (laughs) by licking my laptop charger. (laughs) I'm a teacher boarding staff meeting. Welcome to Jackass. I fell down the nursery steps when I was dressed as chimp from chimpanzee for World Book Day. I had a mask on and couldn't see very well. Teacher was Z. <laughs> Imagine that. Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> right, last couple. Right, my husband oh. was dragging one of those old TV and VCR trolleys out of a cupboard while reassuring a student teacher that her observed lesson hadn't gone as quite, quite as badly as she'd thought it had when the door closed and tore off the top of his thumb. He picked up the tip, covered the exposed bone with his other hand and calmly made his way to reception, blood splurting as he walked down the corridor, asking questions and saying hello to the students. Imagine that. Thumb sliced off. And the student teacher's like, but I just don't think they were behaving. Well, I'm sure. uh, To be honest, I thought you were a lot better than you thought. I'd give you a thumbs up if I bloody could. <laughs> Caught a falling cactus in the entrance hall with both hands. Took forever to remove all the needles, and my hands were throbbing all day. Let it drop. <laughs> I got it. I had a chunk bitten out my boob, and at a different time, a chunk out my arm, a broken nose from a punch to the face, and a cracked eye from a headbutt. No, that wasn't all in the same day. I know, but it, read it again. It sounded like a. I thought it was like the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> I had a chunk bitten out of my boob and a different time. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna finish on this one. I'm gonna finish. Wait, I'll save that one. Right, just tripped over nothing on the playground. Fractured seven bones in my face and had to have facial reconstruction. Playgrounds are dangerous. Jesus, I'd say it was you. <laughs> it was dangerous. Well, I hope you made a full. Um, Discovery. Whilst on playground duty and being... Oh, God, this was fun. I read this before. Whilst on playground duty and being lazy to walk across to put my rubbish in the bin, I decided to stick my arm through the fence where there was a bin on the other side. Then couldn't get it back through. For 25 minutes, I was oh. stuck there. Much to the amusement of our children and my work <laughs> colleagues. 
One very bruised, swollen arm and pride completely shattered. <laughs> oh, what? So what, their arm just got stuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's so many. I'll, 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 right, I'll come back to these, but this one. This is the last one. Last one, right. And this, this is dedication to the job. <laughs> Badly sprained index finger from overzealously pointing out missing capital letters and full stops. <laughs> like, like, like doing it, doing it, and then the kid's going, oh, sorry, miss, we'll try harder. Why are you so upset? <laughs> On a plus, my purple, swollen banana finger was scary enough to remind every child of the perils of forgetting proper punctuation. Now this is what can happen. Now that's what you call spag. <laughs> Oh, as always, guys, thank you so much for sharing those stories. They do, they do give us a giggle, and they, and they hope they give you. We, we hope you give you. Ugh, we hope we've given you a giggle as well. Um, thank you so much for listening. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, as always, if you've got a funny story, you can head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com where you can share them anonymous, anonymously, or you can just uh, send them to us on Instagram at two Mr. P's podcast or at ICT Mr. underscore Mr. P. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, should be. Yeah, yeah, we're not away or anything. Come on, England. Yeah, we'll see you on the other side after we've all enjoyed the yeah. first game next Monday. It's coming home. Take care.